You're listening to Grounded, a podcast by the Oregon Department of Energy. Hello and welcome listeners. I'm your host, Erica Hirsch, and today we'll get to know Oregon's Home Energy Score program. You know, when we shop for a car, large appliance, other energy consuming items, we want to know and usually get to know quite easily how energy efficient it is and what we'll be getting into when it comes to future costs. What if there was something like that for homes and you could find out an energy score from one to 10 on your own home or one you're potentially buying? That'd be pretty cool and useful, right? Well, there is, and we're going to learn about it today. First, we'll meet Odo's own Roger Kainu and find out the basics about the program and where the public and cities can start. Then we'll hop over and speak with Peter Brandom and Daisha Beckham with the city of Hillsborough. The city of Hillsborough is one of a handful of Oregon cities that has enacted a home energy score program. Let's listen. Okay, let's get started. Hello, Roger, and welcome to the Grounded Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners and your role with Odo? Sure. Thanks, Erica. I'm Roger Kainu. And I work at the Oregon Department of Energy, and my main focus is on residential structures, residential homes. Uh, I've been working for lots of different utilities in different ca- capacities. Much of the work I've done has been about helping people understand energy consumption and what they can do about it. I've often heard the question, why is my bill so high? That's the question that I hear all the time. So I end up helping people, not only on the phone, but sometimes I go in person. When I worked for electric and gas utilities, I would go out on site and help them sift through all the things that are creating high energy bills. Right. So when someone asks you, because that that really piqued my interest. If someone calls you and asks you, you get you know get transferred a call. Why is my energy bill so high? What's the first thing you look for, or the first thing you ask or think about? Oh, I, I suppose I the first thing I come to is like asking them specific questions about the the structure of the home, sure. the age of the home. If they understand what kind of heating equipment they have, do they have air conditioning? Those kind of home characteristics. That makes sense. All right. So today, specifically, I have you here to talk about the Home Energy Score program. Can you tell us what that is and how that uh, plays into Oregon's homes? Sure. So at the basis of, of the program is the score itself. The Home Energy Score estimates home energy use, the associated costs, and provides energy solutions to cost effectively improve the home's efficiency. Each home score is shown on a simple one to 10 scale, where a 10 represents the most efficient home. These scores are conducted by state certified and licensed assessors. An assessor will perform a walkthrough of a home, gather home energy characteristics, like I just described I would do in the past. Mm -hmm. And those characteristics are like, what kind of windows are in the home, what level of insulation is present, and even the orientation of the home on the lot. All of these characteristics are entered into the home, the U.S. DOE scoring system to create a score, the 1 to 10 score, to create an estimated annual energy consumption. So what is the consumption of the home over yeah. an entire year? And also greenhouse gas emissions. So one of the, the other elements that we don't talk often enough about the score is the second page of the actual scorecard 
and that's a priority list of what upgrades can go into the home. So the homeowner knows once they get a score, they know, oh, hey, here's the here's the things I can do to improve my score uh, that will reduce energy use and also in priority. So they don't have to wonder about, gosh, should I do this before this or um, be confused? That's so helpful because I would want to know. I'm just thinking that I would want to know myself. I wouldn't even know where to start. You know, especially if my score was, I don't have an older home, it could be pretty low, um, low, mid-range. You know, I'd want to jump on something as soon as possible um, just to get the those um, suggestions. That's really cool. And also, also, I might mention, too, that the scores can be provided to, like, you as a homeowner, um, but they can also be posted up on multiple listing servers and other content providers like Zillow and Redfin and those. So potential buyers of homes can go around and they can just look into the energy performance right there on their cell phone. It helps wow. the buying decision. So this is um, comparable to what I've heard. So like when you go out and um, you're looking to purchase a car or something else or a large appliance that takes, you know, consumes a lot of energy. This is something something kind of like that, but for probably one of the biggest, if not biggest investments of of, you know, you're buying, <laughs> you're buying career. It, it almost seems funny that we haven't done this before. No, I agree completely. Yeah. It's such a big decision in buying a home. I mean, I'm, I'm wacky enough. I even look at nutrition labels on a lot of the, uh, the food that I buy. I mean, yeah. look at a cereal box and the nutrition label will tell you what's in there and that helps guide your decision making. Right, right, yeah. But you're about to get into a home that has all of this responsibility, costs, you're physically living there, you're breathing the air, and and we don't have that. Wow, really cool. In so the, in, the, in the past too, Erica, I might also mention that realtors, as they were selling homes, uh, one of their clients would oftentimes indicate they'd interest in understanding what the energy efficiency is of the home. They, maybe not even so much the energy efficiency, but there were interested in how much energy does this house use, right? So it might be a big house, might be a little house, but they're always curious about like, what are the uh, energy bills? And realtors have often just uh, offered a call to the local utility to find out what the high and the low is for energy consumption in the home. Mm -hmm. And that, that can work to a certain degree, but it, it really isn't very accurate because uh, a family of five may have been living in the home before, and you may be a family of two or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So those kind of consumption patterns like that are based on um, a family's energy use more so than the characteristics of the home. Yeah, good point. Yeah, now they, they have a lot more to go from. So speaking of real estate agents, uh, do you do you think this is or have you heard is this a welcome tool for them or, or is this still a, a challenge? You know, it's like, still a challenge. It, yeah. it really is. Um, initially, when we first rolled out the Portland uh, mandatory scoring policy, that it was met with substantial pushback from the realtors. Um, but nowadays, realtors are really getting more on the bandwagon every day. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll talk to me about what's the benefit in home energy scoring. Once they understand it, they can actually use it as a selling tool. And, you know, we have we have assessors that are available to be um, well immediately available to service the client. So it's not even a, a big issue with getting um, mixed up in, in their transaction as far as timing goes. They can make a call to an assessor and get um, 
a response from uh, that assessor within 24 or 40, 48 hours. So we're pretty quick about getting out there. That's nice. Is the assessor, is that uh, state um, uh, state sent out or are they independent or how, do, how does that work? It's, it's all market-based. So if a realtor needs a score on a home, they'll contact an, an assessor that they know or become aware of so they can immediately make that. It's like knowing uh, if you're a realtor, you generally have a lender that you like to work with. Well, mm -hmm. most realtors will work with a specific assessor. That makes sense. Nice. Yeah. So that, that makes it seem easier. So so what are the cities in Oregon that and you said this is this is mandate. So if a city takes this on, it is mandatory with with buying and selling homes. It doesn't have to be. Oh, in okay. fact, the, the state has a voluntary program. So statewide, it's all voluntary. OK, and I, I often get asked that question about yeah. why doesn't the state just mandate it? Well, that uh, takes a lot of political capital to make the decision. So um, there's many varied opinions on whether a mandate should be in place or not. And um, but the cities that have adopted mandatory policies, as you probably know, are Portland, Milwaukee and Hillsborough. Uh, other cities are interested in planning to add this program to their local climate and planning efforts, mm -hmm. such as Eugene, Bend, Corvallis, and Salem even. Nice. nice. So the, you can go either way with a mandatory voluntary policy. It's just that mandatory um, just gets things done. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, what would a city do or what the first steps to, to take on this program? Yeah. So we uh, the Odo staff stays in contact with most all cities in in Oregon and and offers information about home energy scoring, so they have some level of awareness. Um, those that show interest, we actually meet with them and discuss uh, the program and provide best practices and how to develop a local policy, as well as how to launch a program and run it effectively. So we're there to support every city that wants and. Actually, one of the best things I think that Odo has put together for home energy scoring is a user group. Every quarter we meet uh, a team of people from each of the cities with policies and those that are interested. We meet all together every quarter and we talk about how to go about this. You know, what's mm -hmm. the best practices? So we're all in, a, in it to help each other. Nice. That's exciting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so, so just hands-on literally if someone wanted to start this would they call you sure okay <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm kind of the point of contact for the state right. with regard to home energy scoring so i can help them and just answer many many questions beautiful uh what do you see um average wise for oregon homes is it like ah oregon homes we're, we're pretty oh. pretty a solid four <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you could say that we're a solid four all right in fact, the latest data shows over 30,000 scores is a 4.6. Oh, wow. Well, OK. Yeah. Okay. So there's room to improve. Absolutely. It's pretty hard to get a 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would think that possibly it would have to be a brand new structure with that mindset and materials and design all the way through to, to get I a 10. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Roger, for your time. This is really exciting. Um, I, you know, I think I might have my home assessed, even though I'm not selling at the moment, just just to get 
<laughs> to get my head wrapped around my my next steps because I know it needs some help. Was there anything else you'd like to leave us with? Oh, I don't think so, but uh, just uh, keep the train moving in the right direction. Let's uh, get all the cities we can interested in implementing policies that can help folks understand uh, the scores and the uh, energy efficiencies of their homes. I agree. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Erica. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Next up, we'll hear from the city of Hillsborough. Quick note for the listeners, you might find that I asked some of the same questions of both of our guests. I found that the answers were different enough and provided really interesting insight, so I went ahead and left those in. Well, welcome, Peter and Daisha. I am so excited to have you both here today on Grounded. Let's jump right into it. Can you please introduce yourself? Uh, maybe give us a little bit of background and how you got involved in the program. Sure. Well, my name is Peter Brandom. I've been with the city of Hillsborough for just over 13 years, hard to believe. And I'm a senior program manager and I oversee our sustainability program as well as solid waste policy and operations. And within the goals that we that our city council adopted for community wide sustainability, the home energy score policy and program really came forward as a priority for members of the community in addressing both equity and energy and climate goals. So that's that's kind of the origination of it. Yeah, and uh, my name is Daisha Bacham. I am a management analyst um, for the city of Hillsborough. I've been with the city for about 14 and a half years now. Um, I manage the city's Hillsborough 2035 community plan and also help support the city's sustainability initiatives, including the Home Energy Score program. And I'll just note um, regarding the Hillsborough 2035 community plan, um, implementing a Home Energy Score program is an action in that plan document. Just right off the top of my head, was it, how was it getting it in the plan? Ma making it known as a priority and that this should be in the in, in the plan. Did you have any challenges with that or was it well received? Um, overall, I think it was pretty well received. Yeah, I mean, not to say that we didn't have a little bit of pushback from community members, but a small minority, um, comparatively speaking, I think. Peter, would you agree? Yeah, and for, for Hillsborough, the community plan, Hillsborough 2035 has been a foundational uh, direction setting plan and, and process for many years and for really what 30 plus years now and the community informs the actions that are in that plan and the actions get implemented at a at a high rate so if the community places a priority on something which they did for this type of program it it usually comes to pass and it, it did in this case Nice. That's inspiring. All right. Let's, let us have it. What is the Home Energy Score program? It is, in a nutshell, it's a way to increase transparency in one of the most uh, impactful uh, and sort of life-altering transactions that, that we experience when, when we purchase a home. And what, what we learned is that there's a gap there when we go to purchase a vehicle or we 
we go to buy a food product. There's there's detail there that that tells us important information about that choice. In the case of the automobile, it's really comparable. It it tells us how efficiently the automobile uses fuel. And that just doesn't exist for homes. And that, you know, that's been a learning process for us and, and a lot of stakeholders that have been involved. The home energy score is a it's a scientific methodology that really calculates an efficiency rating for a home. So rather than as a home buyer, rather than having to rely simply on how much somebody spent to heat and cool the home in the prior year or whatever time frame, that is just the equivalent of someone telling me how much fuel they had to purchase to operate the vehicle. Right. It says nothing about the efficiency. This, cre this creates a score and it's uh, intentionally analogous to miles per gallon so that the the buyer and uh, usefully the seller too they have a lot more information about how efficient the home is and how much it's going to cost to operate it over time which is a significant cost especially over years and it also identifies actions that can make the home more efficient and less costly to operate right wonderful so i bought my home um, I'm coming up on the six year anniversary is my, my first home. And this was something that I, you know, I was trying to think before we spoke Would this would these scores would it have made it more um, appealing each home I was looking at. And of course you want your home to be efficient. Um, but I think right out of the gate, I, I wouldn't have known much, much about it. And we get sparkle eyed by the color or the backsplash or, you know, the location. And that could have been second thought. What are you guys finding out there in the world? We are still in the early stages of our program, relatively speaking. Um, but we have had lots of conversations with stakeholders already. We've also had lots of conversations with folks in communities where policies have been in place for longer, and we know that those other factors are still really important to people making those choices. The location, the aesthetic, the layout, all of those things are still really important. But we also know that the cost to operate the home over right. time is, is also growing in importance, actually. And so it's not so much that that is going to necessarily dictate someone's decision, but it's going to be another important point of information that they didn't have previously. Right, that makes sense. Well, and, and, and quickly going back to, to my own relationship with my home, now I'm at the point where I am looking at things like solar panels and installing an EV charger and that sort of thing. And so I, I know that this program doesn't exist right now where I live in Oregon, but but that that would be another incentive. So not only you know saving money and being more energy efficient for for the environment, but when I do decide to sell, if I decide to sell, then that score would be higher. I would think. Absolutely, and the other, there are different time scenarios. So someone who is selling a home might want to make a decision to make the home more efficient and create a higher score before they sell it or that information might inform a new buyer who say they know from the report that it could increase by a couple of points on that scale of 10 uh, just by uh, making some investments 
for which there are usually really good incentives in Oregon, by the way, as well. And they might decide to do that to make the home more comfortable, lower cost to operate, and increase the value of the home as well. And all those things are supported by data from longer running programs, including City of Portland, which was the first mandatory po- uh, program in Oregon. So Portland, <clears throat> Hillsboro, are there any other cities? Milwaukee passed an ordinance 2020, I think that's right. And we really benefited a great deal from both Portland and Milwaukee programs in, in as we were researching the policy, which we did over about two years. And so their, their experience and lessons learned and feedback from their stakeholders was really helpful to us. And um, so we've been able to share that with others who are considering these policies as well. Um, Going back on the score, you said a score of one to 10. On average, what are you seeing homes coming in at? I'll have to ask Stacia if she's she's seen an average recently. Yeah, it doesn't have to be exact, but yeah, just just something there. Yeah, um, last time I looked, I think it was around six is about the average home score in Hillsborough. We have a lot of newer construction um, happening in Hillsboro, so I think maybe our average scores may be a little bit higher than um, cities with older housing stock, but yeah, I think overall about around six. And that's really a reflection to Erica of the changes in the in the building code, which requires now a much higher degree of energy efficiency just as a baseline than it did years ago. And so there there are, you know, certain building uh, types and in areas of the neighborhood that still have a lot of opportunity to get more efficient and then some areas with newer construction that are already relatively high efficient homes. Um, who does this assessment? Is it, out, I would, is it outside, outside parties? They are, yes. It is uh, a collection of folks who have gone through specific training to become certified through the Oregon Department of Energy in order to qualified to do the assessments and it's a competitive marketplace so we we um, encourage stakeholders to you know reach out to at least a few and compare what what the prices are and um, some of them offer ancillary services and things like that as well let me know if if i'm uh right here the seller arranges this and then would pay for it that's correct yep okay. The requirement is for sellers to obtain a score before listing their okay. their property. Yep. Great. And I know all this this information is on your website, and I'll absolutely include that. So you know that's there's so many layers to buying a home, as you guys know. And then to add one more thing, which which seems it could be, you know, really prove the chances of of getting um, getting sold quickly, or or maybe hold it back. Has this been received by your sellers and buyers, the assessors that we just mentioned, and uh, real estate agents? That, that's a big a big um, force in this arena. Yeah, overall, the response to the program has been um, really positive and proactive. Um, we continue to do a lot of um, outreach and provide support to um, home sellers, um, real estate brokers, and um, home builders. We have a lot of new construction in Hillsboro. 
Um, so generally, if um, if we find a property that's not in compliance with Hillsborough's HES requirements, um, it's mostly because the seller or the real estate broker aren't aware of the new requirements. And um, I found most of the time they're really thankful for the information and they um, take immediate action to um, bring the property into compliance. I think in general, people really appreciate and value the information that's provided in the report. Um, and as Peter mentioned, um, sellers may choose to implement um, some of the recommended energy upgrades um, that are suggested in the report before listing their home for sale. You know, um, kind of look at it similar to other upgrades like carpet, paint, flooring, you mentioned tile, backsplashes. Um, it just makes a home more appealing to buyers. And then it, you know, they also offer um, home buyers transparency about yeah, probably the absolutely. biggest purchase they're going to make in their life and can help them to make better informed decisions about their home purchase. Um, they know upfront how much um, energy use the home is going to have. And in addition to that monthly mortgage payment, they know what it's going to cost to operate the home. Right. Um, and that that can make a difference too. You know, if you're on a, a tight budget and you know what you can spend, you you don't want to get surprised with a five hundred dollar heating bill in the middle of winter. Right. I've <laughs> I've been a little surprised by our heating. It's an older home and um, there's, they did do some, some wonderful improvements, but uh, energy um, improvements, but, but I, I wasn't half as educated as I should have been. So this, this is exciting and it's really good that just the education point of it alone is I think really fantastic for the public. Briefly mentioned just another um, advantage of the home energy score report. Um, it's that score, um, also allows buyers to um, explore, I guess, I think there's maybe three or four different um, lenders that use the home energy score as a sort of a tool, I guess, and they um, offer loan packages that can include um, energy efficiency upgrades. So it would be all wrapped into your mortgage. They allow you to borrow a little bit more on your mortgage to be able to wrap in the cost of some of those upgrades. So that's just another kind of advantage or incentive to to getting these. Was this inspired by other states or are we a leader in this this ring? I would say kind of both when we. So first of all, this came out as an action in the Hillsborough 2035 community plan, and so therefore it was on our radar as something to explore. As we started to do that, of course, we had the benefit of Portland having it was still in a relatively early stage of implementation there, but we had a resource there to talk to about their yeah. own um, policy development. We also joined a cohort of cities and states across the country that was facilitated by a couple of nonprofit advocate organizations, the Rocky Mountain Institute and mm -hmm. Earth Advantage. And that cohort has been really helpful to learn about both existing programs in other states as well as the approaches and research that other other cities and states have done. So that's been really helpful and um, really helped inform our own um, decisions and recommendations. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I think that what I'll, I'll leave us with is what would you guys recommend to other cities wanting to take this on? And, you know, I have been following the city of Hillsborough for a while, and you guys are definitely leaders when it comes to 
energy efficiency and being very active and involved in making those decisions. Well, we certainly want to return the compliment, Erica, because if the Oregon Department of Energy didn't have a program, it would have been much more difficult. And we really feel that the support from the state to to create a program first with a voluntary program and then to support these mandatory programs that cities are enacting has been really a game changer. It'd be very difficult for us to do all of this without that. So I, I just want to underscore that. Um, of course, lots of folks, lots of advocates would like to see a statewide policy. Even even stakeholders who weren't necessarily advocating would probably prefer to see that because, for example, real estate brokers work across jurisdictional boundaries. And if there was one one requirement across the state, it, it might be simpler that way. But right. um, I think for other cities that are considering it, um, I think one of the most compelling aspects for us was it were data sets around our local our local community and the conditions that we think this policy will improve and especially on the equity side of things lower income community members and mm -hmm. and what how would this be meaningful in their lives at all and mm -hmm. it happened when we were doing the research that our community action organization had just issued a, a new report related to energy and equity in the community and the number one reason cited for community members living in poverty to feel more stable and secure is utility costs. Yeah. And so that really helped us to sort of set the table for how this policy intersects with needs in our community. So we just encourage other cities or, or counties or states for that matter, considering this to, to really dig for those um, local uh, impacts that that this policy can help. That's wonderful, and I'm sure they already have a lot of that data to to start. Yeah, developing mm -hmm. something like this. Yeah. Well, you guys are just awesome. Thank you so much for giving me some time. I know you're busy. Uh, this, like I said, following uh, City Hillsboro has been inspiring. This this program in general is really exciting. Um, and I hope if you don't mind, maybe follow up with you guys in a year or so and see how it's going. We'd love that and we really appreciate you reaching out as well. It helps us education and, and information sharing with this new policy is crucial. So this is really helpful for us to have a venue. So thank you. So welcome. Thanks, Erica. Thanks guys, bye-bye. All right, bye. All right, that's it for us today. I hope you've learned everything you need to know about the Home Energy Score program. And I have added more information, links to the City of Hillsborough, assessor information, and of course, Odo's program links to the show notes. And so you can always get more. Thank you again for spending this half hour with me and remember to stay grounded.